Hello and welcome to Who You Don't See, the podcast which celebrates the people behind the stars. In this podcast, we chat to people you might not have heard of, but who are key to making the magic happen. So we'll hear from choreographers, fashion stylists, music video directors. Basically, if they work with a household name, this podcast exists to give you an insight into their world. I'm your host, Megan Lawton, a journalist, broadcaster, and generally nosy person. And in this episode, I chat to celebrity photographer Callum Mills. I think the names more come into, let's say, for instance, when I joined Little Mixes Tour, it's like you've got the whole whole tour to get the shot you want, but it's at the beginning just trying to get the best shots and you're putting that pressure on yourself. Like You want the first few shows to be like, oh, this is what you can do. Have you heard of the band Little Mix? The ones who've had four UK number ones and have over 30 million Instagram followers between them? Yeah, Callum's their backstage photographer. Since working with the band, he's shot some of their EP covers and gone on tour with them, capturing the photo that went on to become their movie poster. He's also been on the road with Example and got backstage pictures of Rita Ora, Ella Eyre and Stormzy. I caught up with Callum just before we entered lockdown, where we chatted about the challenges of taking a photo all four members of Little Mix are happy with and why Sean Paul is the key to making people relax in front of a camera. Callum, thank you for this. I really appreciate it. Okay, so let's start where we always do. If you and I got chatting in a bar and I asked what you do for work, what would you say? I'd say I work at the bar. (laughs) I'd say I'm a photographer. A photographer? So you would leave out the fact that you are... For t- taking photographs of these incredible performers, musicians. Well, I'm not just going to be like, oh, I take photography for this. I'd be like, because I'm a photographer. Yeah, so a photographer. someone could say, like, oh, what type of photography do you do? Okay. It's all in the follow-up question. Yeah, of course. So have you always been obsessed with taking photos as a kid? Were you kind of racking through the disposable cameras? You know what? I wasn't. Like, it's. I think not until like when I was in... In university, I wasn't even studying in, um, I won't say photography, I was studying English literature and I always liked taking photographs. So you go to like a gig, you take photos, I take the odd photo there and there. And I always liked it, so that's where I think I got into it more. But then I was talking about this a few months ago when the whole Spice Girls done their tour. I remember as a kid, I used to watch the Spice Girls tour documentaries. <laughs> and it sounds really cheesy, but they sold like their tour photographs in the shop. I used to have like a little crush on Emma Button, and I used to be interested in getting them and collecting them. And then I didn't realise until a few months ago that's where I reckon it came from the love of like tour and photography. Really? But I didn't, but I didn't know that as when I was younger. Yeah. Okay, so the seed was planted so young, and then mm. years later. Okay, so you've got this passion for taking photos at gigs. Then how do you translate that into, yeah, I can make a career of this, I, I want to pursue this professionally? So as I said, when I was in uni, I think Instagram had only just came out. Mm-hmm. This was, like, what was this, like 2012? So I was aware of like photography with bands and stuff like that, but it was never like as big as it is now on social media. It was always, you'd see it on, like online or in tour programs and stuff. And then as soon as I just seen it everywhere all over Instagram I was like wow you can make a career out of this and that's what I love doing I love going to concerts and taking photographs so 
put them both together. So how do you, so you've got the love, you've got the passion and you know you've got an eye for the photos. How do you start pushing yourself out to the right people so you're getting those bookings? Practice. So Mm -hmm. literally it was just practice with as many people as possible, family, friends. Um, There's a girl from Liverpool I'm friends with called Chelsea Grimes and she was starting her career. I wanted to get into photography more so me and her just come together and she was like the catalyst for practicing and now we still do shoots together last month I did a shoot with her so kind of yeah like that practicing and then once you get better at your craft it was all about approaching different acts and having that confidence to be like this is what I can do I should work Mm -hmm. for you and then it just follows on so you started with Chelsea Grimes who's still she's still performing isn't she yeah performing songwriting she's ever it (laughs) okay so you started out with Chelsea since her give us an idea of the kind of people you've worked with so it's went from that to like Ella, uh, example, Jesslyn, Becky Hill, and currently Little Mix is the latest ones. I mean, that's not bad going, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so when you shot with Chelsea at the time, would you say she was an up and coming celebrity? Were you nervous when you were shooting with her? No, because Chelsea was up and coming, but we're both from Liverpool, and it was through mutual friends, so it just yeah, it was just it felt cool, comfortable. I think when you're around other scouts, it's a lot easier. So it was just straight, straight to it. You're with your people. Yeah. What, <laughs> what about when you made that jump from Chelsea to say Ella Air? Is that when the nerves kick in? Are you ever nervous when you're taking pictures of someone? Well, yeah, because I met Ella at a festival when she was first coming out as a performer, like, into the industry. Obviously, she's been doing her thing before that, but to the public eye. Um, And this festival, I got in touch with them. They were in Stoke, and I was just like, oh, I'd love to shoot your festival. I'm not asking for any money because I just needed to get out there. And they gave me, like, a triple-A pass, and then I had this, like, crazy confidence. I still have the confidence now, but back then I weren't as skilled as I am now. So I've been running up to all these acts, like, oh, can I shoot you? Can I do this? And Ella was like, oh, yeah, you can take some photos. And then, like, she tagged me on Instagram, and I was like, okay and I was like oh, I'd love to come and work for you and then she's like oh I've got a photographer who's doing stuff and then I see like the whole level of other photographers okay. and I was like okay that's what they want <laughs> but I kept in touch with Ella and she said I could come down to V Festival with her so that, that was the first V Festival I'd gone to and in that same weekend I'd met example at that gig as well and that's where the snowball effect happened but that was a gig where I was pretty nervous I was like oh this is the festival the main stage I was like ooh I love that that you're fake it till you make it attitude literally opened the doors to so many iconic performers when you say that you were at V and it was a big kind of big gig for you where are you are you behind scenes are you side of stage when you're all sort of commissioned to take pictures for an event like that where where will we find you so when you're you're commissioned when you're with artists you have a triple a pass and a photography pass Ooh. so yeah <laughs> but you need to get those pictures you need to go everywhere <laughs> uh, and behind the scenes so it's just like the artist area so you've got your trailers and then there's like a little bar so you'll see other acts there and obviously some acts have their own photographers so it's all about just being respectful but if you want to shoot someone or connect with them and network you you just go and speak to them and ask them basically mm-hmm. straight up so you mentioned there for V you were very nervous in those kind of environments where and it might have happened since V at some of the sort of as you've increasingly done bigger and bigger venues how do you handle those nerves do you have any like coping mechanisms or like little mantras you run through or you're just like 
I'm just going to check myself in and see what happens. <laughs> I've just got that little voice in my head that says, like, you're here for a reason. So, yeah, you, you, you're good at what you do and you, you're going to get better. Just go and do it. But yeah. I am nervous. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the good thing about celebrities that a lot of them tend to be beautiful. So it's not really like you can get bad pictures in terms of how they look, but I guess you have got to focus on getting them looking beautiful, but you also want the surrounding shot, like the kind of framing of the photo, that's all got to be on point as well. Yeah, I think I think the nerves more come into, let's say for instance, when I joined Little Mix's tour, it's mm-hmm. like you, you've got the whole, whole tour to get the shot you want, but it's at the beginning just trying to get the best shots and you're putting that pressure on yourself. Like, you want the first few shows to be like, oh, this is what you can do. Not, oh, okay, we're going to get better pictures in a few weeks. So that's it. That's where I put the nerves by putting the pressure on myself, not so much as making sure someone looks amazing because, as you said, they all look amazing anyway. <laughs> that's yeah, the easy yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it ever that, I mean, you kind of touched upon it there a little bit, that you're behind the stage or whatever and you just can't get the shot and maybe you don't know why you can't get the shot but that sounds like a frustrating place to be um you mm, it depends what type of shot you're going for but they have a a tour movie coming out and the poster is a shot that i took and that shot i really love it it's like my favorite shot from the tour the girls are all standing on stage see the whole arena with the fans in it but that was a planned shot so it's it's nervous getting up and doing it because you're like, oh, I really want to get this shot. But because you've pre-planned it, you've asked the lighting guy to put the lights on a certain time. You've asked the girls to say we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. it. That makes it a bit easier. So, But there's times when you can be behind the stage, like you just said, and you think this is a really amazing shot, but then you don't want to run out and impose yourself. And <laughs> I, I, I kind of, yeah, it's like, okay, you want to get the content, but you also want to be respectful for the show and you don't want to yeah. be on stage all the time. You kind of do, but you know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be invisible, eh? <laughs> um, I know you, so as well as doing Little Mix's tour photography, you've also kind of started shooting some of their single covers. When you're taking pictures of four women, who I think are absolutely stunning, um, they are, it's fact, they're all stunning. When you're taking pictures of four people, is that sort of quite hard to get a photo that everybody is happy with? Oh, of course. It's like... When you go out on a night out with your friends, there's always someone yeah. who's like, Let, let's take that picture again. And you're like, ah. Oh, like, or your mate will be like, oh my God, I can't believe you Instagrammed that one. I look awful. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, that's the yeah, best one of me. <laughs> literally, you got to check with all your friends. I think like with me, with the lads, it's okay. You're like, oh yeah, go on. But obviously, yeah, I find when you shoot a male artist, it's obviously, as I say, I don't know if it's just a, a guy thing, but we're more like, yeah, they're fine. Or, but obviously with the girls, you want to make sure that they look the best they can be so it can be tricky at times but as I said they always look amazing so it's, it's not that hard for me <laughs> it's also like one of those it's so subjective isn't it you like I could take a photo of you right now and be like I think you look great and you might be like what on earth are you seeing the same photo I am I don't think I look great how is it just about learning with the girls with the girls so like I know them when you're taking pictures of little mix is it about knowing the angles that they they like and they feel comfortable in or is it sometimes about persuading them and being like what are you on about you look really hot there it's a bit of both it's like if if you know your style and then you see a style that the artist likes if you can combine them together it's, it's usually a win-win so I do feel like the girls know what they like I know what I like and if you come to the middle terms you can get something really good and I guess over the years and 
possibly the more regularly you work with a certain artist, you feel more comfortable and being like, yep, give me more of that. Yeah, 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 you got it there. Sort of like head up a little bit. At the start, did you, I don't know, feel a bit uncomfortable giving those directions or have you always been straight in there? No, I do. It's not uncomfortable, but as I say, it's a learning curve. So I've I've been on a shoot with the girls where I've been doing the BTS and one of the photographers who's doing it was amazing and his direction that he's given, I'm trying to take experience from that because I'm not as confident in that sense. So, because this is a beauty shoot where I'm doing more on sort on the go stuff. So yeah, learning that type of stuff, it is good to learn it and it can be a bit challenging trying to get yourself doing it. And maybe even discover your voice in like how you want to be when you're taking pictures because we obviously see programs where it's like, oh yeah baby you look hot give me more more of that and it's like if that, you might just be saying that like <laughs> yeah, that's not I me. would never say that <laughs> yeah it, it I do find that hard because I wouldn't want to be like over the top like saying <laughs> them type of things but um as you say it's about making someone feel comfortable and not I wouldn't even say lying because yeah they, do, they look amazing a lot of artists are looking amazing when you're shooting them so just as I say finding your own voice like you just said have you got a favorite artist that you just love shooting with or like a favorite person just to take photos with you kind of just get each other you get the shot every time I wouldn't say I have like favorites personally no but I'd say most of the people I've worked with it has been it has clicked let's say example for instance like I was really into the like there's a fisheye style of photography and he was like I love it keep using that and I was practicing with it I was like oh that's good then you get the whole wide shot of the venue and stuff and he was like I like that so that was good that clicked because it let me practice with that type of lens that I wanted to whereas some other artists might not like that style so you don't get to practice that much with that style Mm -hmm. and different artists want different things I imagine like the backstage vibe when you're shooting with example Ed Sheeran Stormzy is kind of like, I don't know, going for a different audience than who Little Mix are trying to get with their style of shots. It's all different. You mentioned, like, Edgeard and Storms. They're like, I've never personally shot for them, but they've been at events that I've been working at. So, obviously, Ed's one of Example's best friends. And when they come down to a gig, it's not, like, forced photography. It's more, like, it's pictures with your friends, and I'm there to take them. So, yeah. instead of getting, like... I don't know, a low quality picture on your phone. Then again, iPhones are amazing these days. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to shoot the, the cool type of picture, the more natural type, would you say? So you were saying you've been shooting kind of since around 2012. Have you noticed like trends in photography since then? Um, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not really sure. There's not so much trends. I think everyone's got their own style and then obviously everyone's influenced by everyone else. So I could see a type of style of photography or a live show and I'd be like, that's amazing. And then I'd be like, oh, I'd like to try and capture that as well. But a lot of stuff changes. A lot of people can go for different styles with the lenses or effects, but I think it's just about finding what you like and going with it. And what do you think about even things like Photoshopping? Has that got more prominent over the years? It, it depends what it's used for, but going back to the Little Mix single, where they're dressed as the mermaids, the shot I took. They're actually, they are actually dressed as mermaids, but it's a green screen, so props to the editor who put the background in and the ocean. That looks amazing. So in them yeah. situations, I'm all for Photoshop. So when um, you're out and about taking the picture, do you, you take the photos, do you then 
is it kind of your responsibility to edit them afterwards that you will deliver the finished product? Yeah, I'll deliver the finished product and then obviously if an artist is posting it, they can, if they want to change it a bit, they can and I'm free to let them do that. If if they made it look awful, I'll be like, oh, what have you done? <laughs> but I've never came across someone who's done that, so it's, it's usually just, here's what I've done and they like it. So on, say when you go on tour, you are actually like, wherever they're headed on their tour you kind of go to every venue yeah basically that's our tour works (laughs) 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 is that like the best of your job is that always going to be like a guaranteed fun few weeks or is it exhausting and you're leaving out your rucksack and it's kind of like on to the next one Uh, it it depends how you look at it like the the last tour I did which is a little mix that went around Europe and England and that was the first time I've done that in going to Europe then back to England so it can be tiring because if you're finishing your show at like 11pm and then you want to edit the content then create a video that you want going out the next day so then you're going to finish it in the morning then you get ready to go shoot that day so it's kind of non-stop but I love travelling I love taking photographs and I love going to concerts so it, it, it keeps you going and you know, I guess it's for like four, six, four to six weeks at a time, and then you kind of you can chill a little bit on the other side if you need to. Yeah, like I think, I, well, I don't think I do know. I really want to do a world tour, and that really, I think that would take it a lot, a lot of what's the word, a lot of energy to keep yourself focused because, as you've just said, there you could do like four weeks and then you're off for a bit, but this one just goes for like usually like half a year, right? A world tour, so, but. When you have the little break, it's good for like a week and then you're like, no, I want to go back and it's finished and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, and yet you must build like such camaraderie with everybody else who's on that, that tour bus and travelling with you. You kind of feel like a unit at the end of it. Yeah, because you, you meet people that you've never met and you, you, you're staying with them there enough 24-7. So you do make close friendships and, and then it's like, bye, I don't know when I'll see you again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a bit of a surreal moment sometimes, say like you're on tour and every night you're, depending on who you're on tour with, if it's Little Mix, like do you ever have pinch me moments like, oh my God, this is my job. I'm sitting here on a tour bus having dinner with Little Mix and I'm shooting them and this is my job. I did have like a little pinch me moment, but it was more like it's the fact of what I'm doing. So let's say Fusion Festival in Liverpool a couple of years ago. I was there shooting for Jessica Lynn and David Guetta was headlining and they were chatting to each other and then when they finished the conversation, I got chatting to David and I was like, can I come and shoot your set? And he's like, yeah, of course, come along. The set was like massive high-rise set that he had. So you walk up the ladder to get to a set and literally that was a little pinch-me moment for myself because I'd always wanted to go and shoot like a big DJ set, especially like, like that. So I was kind of like just below the speaker waiting to jump up to catch a shot. And I was like, I actually did do the little pinch me cheesy moment. And I was like, this is what you wanted to do. Like, and now you're doing it, especially in Liverpool as well. Here you are doing it. Oh yeah, your home city. So I'm guessing by the sounds of it, there is no such thing as a typical day at work. No, Um, it's just, you don't know, you don't know what you're going to create. It's always different. So you could be walking into a day where, for instance, it could be a quiet day, the artist might be chilling out, or then you could walk into work and they're like, let's do a full photo shoot, and you're like, hey, or let's go around the city <laughs> that you're in, and you just you never know what you're going to do, really. So how, or I mean, can you prepare for a day like that? 
yeah, you just by being excited, you just you and your camera, and you know you're going to do something. That that's why I prefer for it. <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of like, I have no nothing about photography. Is it about being like, all right, I need this camera, this camera, this many different lenses, what x many different types of batteries, lighting, blah blah blah, or is it just like? This is what we're working with today, girls. <laughs> oh, yeah, just walking with my phone. We've only got the phone today. All the cameras are around. My phoneography. <laughs> you might. No, obviously, you're well prepared and you've learned what works for you. So you make sure you're prepared for that and you've got what you need. So, you sounds like in your years of being a photographer, you have done live shows, you've done single covers, you've now done little mixes, film, poster. Out of all the bits of work you've done, is there one kind of I don't know that stands out to you that you're like, "Yep, that was me at my best," and I'm so proud of that day at work. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was even at work or at my best. It was just it was something that I really wanted to capture, and when it happened, it it just set the ball rolling for where I am today. So, little backstory: I was working full time in H and M as well, doing photography. This was a few years ago, 2015. I went to India with the company to um, help set up a new store. And they had a live um, football game on there that had fireworks that went off. Uh, each time there was a goal. And at the end of the game, the fireworks went off. So I, I only had the GoPro at the time. So I took the GoPro, just about got it in. They was like, you can't take this in, it's a camera. I was like, it's not, it's that small. And then in the end, I got it in. I'd booked the tickets for where I wanted to sit. I'd set the shot up. And as a fireworks, I took the picture and I looked at it and I was like, I just got this weird feeling. I was like, I really, really like this photograph. Maybe GoPro will feature it. Sent it in. Five months later, I'm on holiday. I got an email saying, we love your photo. We want to use it. And then XYZ, it won a few awards for um, to win money. So it won like three awards. That gave me the amount of money it gave me. And then I went and bought all my, all my camera stuff. I was like, right, I need to buy all this stuff. And then it's got me going. So that picture's like... not the benchmark the the beginning of it kind of amazing amazing when you you kind of spoke about it there about when GoPro got in contact with you how does it feel when I don't know you get that email saying hey Callum um we really love your work do you want to come on the Little Mix tour with us when you get those kind of commissions how does that feel (laughs) exciting (laughs) it's just like it's it's something that you've been working towards and then it's just so simple as an email say hey do you want do you want to come on the tour it's just like yeah of course <laughs> it's just like yeah when when is it i'll be there <laughs> so we covered the bit of work you're most proud of your gopro shot that opened all those doors can you think of i don't know a bad day at work or what does a bad day at work look like for you is it like oh my God, I've forgotten the batteries, or (laughs) um, you just walk away and it's like, oh, we didn't get that shot and we tried so many times and you just feel frustrated. Yeah, a bad day. I wouldn't say it's it's a bad day, but like I say, it could be one where maybe you have a few hours free and people are just chilling because they need to chill, but when you're itching and you see your creative things and you're like, oh, we could do a little shoot there, and people are like, oh, I just want to chill today. I wouldn't say it's a bad day, but I feel like, oh, we could have got something amazing then. In terms of, like, you could say batteries and stuff, there has been times when you could have been scared that something's happened where your, your, your memory card's corrupted. Let's say, for instance, on one of the Little Mix shows, 
the memory card stopped working. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? I had the backup, but then I was like, oh, all the content's on that. And then I found out how to fix it. But for them, you get them heart dropping moments where you're like, oh, I've just created something there and I think I've lost it. Yeah, and it's one of those, like, we're doomed. And when you're, like, it's you versus technology, it's like, I'm not going to win here. I just always think the worst. Yeah, it's like, no. If you've tried the off and on button and it's not back to life, <laughs> then it's bad news. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Do you always... I guess what people associate when you're thinking about celebrities, everyone's always like, oh my goodness, you must come up to like, I don't know, be working with divas. Do you ever feel that you're kind of working with energies or individuals who are like, no, I'd rather not be here. I don't want to work with you again. Or on the whole, are people very welcoming and appreciative of what you do? No, I haven't been in that situation because I think in the industry I'm working in, well, performers love to perform, and then looking back at it, the content always looks amazing. So, as I said, the only times you can feel where people maybe don't want to do stuff is if they're just chilling, which is normal if you want to relax. But I haven't fortunately found myself in a position like that, so I'm okay for that. That's good. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, so one of your, I was sort of flicking through your Instagram earlier, and you um, posted the picture which Little Mix are now going to use as their film cover as the sort of picture for their film when you see your work is going to be used for something as big as that or you see like I don't know one of the little mixed girls sharing your content as they regularly do on their platforms how does that make you feel proud because I'm creating something that that other people enjoy so proud yeah <laughs> and you want do you want to like scream and be like i did that you kind of like dming all that all their pictures to your mates like yes you took that <laughs> no it, i was like excited and then your close friends and family i, I love to share the moments and show it sounds cheesy oh share the moments but like i love to be like oh, i love what this is getting used for because that tour poster for instance as i said that's my favorite shot from the tour and i didn't know it was going to get used as a film poster and then it was said oh this is going to be used I'm like oh it's amazing so yeah and then obviously when I post it any comments of praise and stuff that's nice to nice to hear and read back yeah and you know that because the platform that Little Mix have like millions of people are going to see your work yeah that's a bonus the more the more people that see your work the more the more you're getting out there and the more you're going to get to work with other people in the future. Or it could be a downfall. They could be like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Do people ever say that? Do you ever get sort of haters on your pictures like, oh my God, awful shot? No, I think if anyone doesn't like it, they just wouldn't comment. Uh, I haven't come across anything like that yet. <laughs> and do you, because Little Mix have like such a loyal fan base, say if on your Instagram you kind of like upload a picture of them that you love, that you've kind of taken backstage or whatever you must sort of feel like your notifications must go a little bit viral. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. The first time it happened was the first time I shot with them and I was like, you can read back through your comments, but I'd never had that amount of activity on it. And then I was just like, wow, okay, I need to try and keep up here and read the comments. But as I said, if you take a few minutes out of your day, you can read them. It's not like it's, it's not like I have millions of followers, so I can't see them. I can't see all the comments. It's fine. <laughs> That's pending. That'll be that'll be seen before you have millions. <laughs> um, if you think about the future and I don't know photography gigs that you're like, yep, I really want to do that, or any artists, are there sort of? Do you have a bucket list of people you want to approach next? Do you have like are you plotting the next chapter? It's it's not more as people I don't approach. It's more like the scenario so I said a world tour 
it it wouldn't matter if it was with let's say Ed Sheeran or John from down the road. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's gonna let you go on a world tour and and have you there creating content in around the world, yeah, that's what I want to do. So I'd like to move into that step and then see what comes after that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's all just waiting for Corona to hopefully Hell yeah. blow over. <laughs> the cor- the Corona World Tour, right? Um, yeah. yeah, everything's on pause right now. Um, so, but I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's annoying me, but I'm content. I've, I've done a lot that what I've wanted to do. I would have been like, would have been a lot more heartbreaking if I was due to go on these tours and I hadn't done them. And I'd be like, oh no, I finally got to where I want. And I'm guessing there's people out there who are in that position right now and it's so annoying. And But there's there's bigger things happening right now in the world to worry about me going on a tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like you're still able to shoot. I think some things are starting to pick up again. Yeah, and music videos and behind the scenes, you can socially do them safe and they're what people are doing right now. And I think that's going to continue for a few months. So... Who knows, it might be a good little break, the more music videos are coming out from artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So on a music on the set of a music video, what are you doing there? Are you again just kind of capturing behind the scenes content? Yeah, just literally there's um do what you do. Create as much stuff as you can, shoot as much stuff as you can, that looks fun. Um back to the the little mixed mermaid picture. I didn't know that was gonna be the cover. It was just shoot what you shoot and then it was like, We love this, let's go for the cover. And I was like Wow, so you just just be prepared for the unexpected. You don't know what you're going to get, so just do it. And when they say the C word, cover, do you go, are you like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like the pressure is on, or are you just No, like, because no. It, it, it wasn't even brought up, that's what I mean. It was just literally like, create create what you create, and then it was like, this shot, we love it, we're going to use it as the cover. And then I was realised, I was like, okay, so you can create the cover shots when you're on these BTSs. It doesn't have to be something that's been digital prepared or another shoot. So, yeah, it's kind of like there was no pressure on. And then, as you said, if someone said, right, we need to get the cover today, I'd be like, oh, we need to get the cover. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, you might force the issue, but I think, like, a lot of labels and artists, they just... They're experts in how these stuff works, so I don't think they put that pressure on because they know they can get it that way. Being in front of the camera, I think, is quite... It can can be a bit vulnerable, can't it? Like you're, especially like you're sat there and the idea is that you're going to get a really hot picture of the person or a picture of them looking really attractive. That can be quite daunting. Have you over the years worked on like tips of how to like relax the people you're taking photos of, whether that's like have a gin and tonic or you know what, let's put on on some Sean Paul, like create a bit of a mood. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually funny that you say Sean Paul. I was was shooting like uh, a low budget music video type thing a few months ago and one of the songs that we put on was Sean Paul for like a few cutaways. So it's funny that you say that. Uh, (laughs) He he makes my shoulders loose. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. But uh, yeah, learn along the way, for for example, the... I say for example but example his wife she's like a supermodel and for one of the first times I was working with him I'd done a few shots of her at a festival and she was giving me some pointers of what to do what not to do with women yeah. and I was like so that kind of helped I was like okay uh, you know you know what it's all about <laughs> what do you have to do just little secrets I'm, joking. I'm sure you know it too. she was like don't shoot me from below because I, I want my chin to be more just like yeah, I think it's angles. Angles. That's that's the angles. word. Angles. No, I could learn with learning my angles. I <laughs> one of my uh, best mates is a stylist on photo shoots. So she 
if we have a picture together, she's there looking immaculate and I'm there, like, experimenting, <laughs> like, which angle my chin's pointing at. It's hard work, isn't it? Um, and another thing I say is I'm not a phone photographer. When I, when I try and take pictures of people on nights out on the phones, if it's... So if it's women, I'm like, don't give the phone to me. I'm going to take the worst photographs, which is crazy, right? Because I can take good photographs on a camera. And it's just like, no, it's not for me. So you're, that's your way of getting out of being designated photographer, isn't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'd like to say it was a lie, but then when you look at photographs, they're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, we always end the podcast by asking people for a bit of advice that they've been given by someone who they've worked with in the industry. So over the years, you have worked with some huge, huge names. Is there any little bits of wisdom or advice that have been shared with you that you're like, yeah, the world should hear about this? It's, it's more just just responses, just when you give the artist the work. And they're like, this is sick, or this is amazing, let's do more. It's it's That's the kind of thing that just gets you going and get you to push on or say for instance an examples tour um i did a tour video with little mix and he was watching it with me and they used it as their music video and he was like look how amazing this is it's it's just raw it's not over the top but you've created this music video that that's that's gone well he was like if whatever you want to do if you want to be a director carry on getting into it you can do it just take your time and i was like see so for someone like him to be telling me that you can't do it and yeah it just pushes you on so praise, being praised by people who have actually taken the time to consider your work. Yeah, of course. The praise goes a long way and it just get, gets you confidence and just gives you that push, as I say, to keep thinking, you know what, you don't just have to be restricted to certain areas. If you want to do this, you, you can get into it and do it. Yeah, not pigeonholing yourself. <laughs> yeah, not just being a photographer on my out. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than that. <laughs> Callum, thank you so, so much for chatting with me and being so great and telling me all about your amazing career. Thank you so much. You're welcome. A massive thank you to Callum for chatting with me. If you want to check out the movie poster along with the rest of his work, head to his Insta page at Callum Shots. If you made it through to this point, hello, I'm guessing you liked what you heard. If the answer is yes, please subscribe, spread the word and come and pay who you don't see a visit next week when we'll be joined by Carly Cusson. She's a music video director who's worked with a whole load of artists, including the man who gets everyone on the dance floor, Mr. Sean Paul. Hopefully I'll see you then. Yeah.